Welcome to the Pull Up and Here podcast hosted by Jacob Graybill. In this episode, we are going to be talking about week 17 of the NFL and the playoff picture that is coming. It's going to be a very interesting one. Uh, to start off, we're going to just look at every game today and basically just what happened and my opinions on the games. The first game we're going to look at is the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, I think the Buffalo Bills just came out to play and they showed why they are the, in my opinion, second best team in the NFL behind the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And I could easily see them beating the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl. I think whoever comes out of the AFC will win the Super Bowl because the NFC, the Packers are the one seed. And, and I don't even think the Packers are like super duper good. They have a lot of holes in their defense. And their offense is really good, but all it takes is one bad game between Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, and they're going to lose. The big stats for this game that I saw, Tua had went 35 for 58 with 361 yards. 58 pass attempts in a game is absurd. And I'd, if he keeps doing that, I don't know how long his career will be. And to add on to that with 58 attempts, one touchdown, and three interceptions. That's just not a good stat line. Some games, Tua just looks really lights out. And some games, he goes 35 for 58 with three interceptions. Uh, Josh Allen show just made another. If he didn't have the interception, it would have been a lights out game. He still had the passer rating of an 88, which isn't amazing. But for the NFL, it's not terrible. He went 18 for 25, 224 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. So, honestly, it was just another great game by him. His stats for the year are uh, he's thrown 4,320 yards. It's third, 34 touchdowns, which is fifth, nine interceptions, which isn't that good, but it's not like super bad. It's about running the mill, about 50 per- He's about halfway in the league. His QBR is 81.7, which is third. So he's not MVP level yet. A lot of people are trying to make it out that he could win. I don't think he could, and I don't really think he should. The Dolphins did go 10-6, and six, but that is a big upgrade from last season. And if you look at the games, they lost to the Patriots week one. Which, week one, you know, you didn't really know what anybody was getting. A lot of people thought the Patriots might be good, and they clearly weren't. Cam Newton turned out to be one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this season. Week two, they barely lost to the Bills. Week four, they lost to the Seahawks. So they lost three of their six wins in the first four weeks. And then they went on a big win streak. They lost to the Broncos. And then they lost to the Chiefs and then lost to the Bills. So if you really look at it, one, two... So four losses of their six are two playoff teams. So if I was the Dolphins fan base or the Dolphins uh, head office, I'd be happy with this season, even though they didn't make the playoffs. Brian Flores is a good coach, and I think he'll have a long career there. Looking at the Bills, 13-3, and they are really good. <laughs> uh, they got the Colts in the playoffs, which we'll get to later. But when you look at their schedule – they got murdered by the Titans in week five, and then they lost to the Chiefs in week six, and then they lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals game, they should have won, I think. Uh, they got 
unlucky with DeAndre Hopkins being DeAndre Hopkins. The Chiefs, again, the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. And then the Titans was, I guess, a fluke game. But the the Buffalo Bills are a really good team. And I will give it three years minimum before Josh Allen wins the MVP. Uh, big play, Big players from this game were Isaiah McKenzie. He had uh, three, two touchdowns, and uh, he had a punt return that was really nice. And it was kind of like one of those like flute games. Like he'll probably never play like that again because all of his stats were from the first half, which I get. They all got benched, but he was only the fourth leading receiver, and it was all from the first half. The next game we're going to talk about it is the. New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. Nobody really cared about this game other than their fan bases. And I didn't really pay attention to it because, like, why would I care about this game? It didn't involve anybody in the playoffs. Cam Newton looked really good today. I don't know if he's trying to fight for his job or if he's trying to show other teams why they should sign him if they need a quarterback. Uh, He could have just had his interview for the Jets. I don't know. The good news for the Jets fans, though, all five of them, Adam Gase got fired. Uh, That was a really big move. They finally let him go. He is absolutely garbage wherever he goes. He couldn't win with Miami, and he couldn't win with the Jets. Both teams weren't amazing when he got them, but I don't know. I just feel like you could have got more than two wins. Sam Darnold, I think they keep him around. I don't think they'll draft Justin Fields. I think a lot of people want them to. But if they draft the lineman from Oregon, they, I don't know how to say his name, so I'm not even going to try it. But if they draft the lineman from Oregon, they'll have two really stellar linemen, both young. And then Sam Darnold, he gets sacked 55,000 times a week. So if they just draft linemen and get a good line around them, I don't think they'll be that bad. James Crowder is a pretty good back. I mean, pretty good wide receiver. Uh, Chris Herndon, a lot of people had high hopes for him, and he didn't do much this year. And then uh, Brashad Perryman, it's not terrible. They got three pretty good wide receivers, and then they don't really have a running game because Le'Veon didn't play this week. But with Le'Veon, I think a healthy Jets team next season, depending on who their coach is and how they play, I could very well see them getting four to six wins, I would argue, because if you look at it, they should have won a couple of these games. Uh, They could have beat the Broncos. They lost by a a possession. They could have arguably, they could have beat the Patriots both times. It was a close game until the fourth quarter, and then last time they played, it was 30-27. They lost by a touchdown to the Cardinals. They lost by three to the Raiders. They lost by three to the, uh, they beat the Rams, and they beat the Browns. So this season, they could have even got five, four or five, six wins if they just had good coaching and good O-line, really, is what it comes down to. Cam Newton, like I said, 21 for 30, 242 yards and three touchdowns. That's a good stat line. I think he also had a rushing touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. No, he didn't, but he did have 79 rushing yards. So, he played good today. 
Uh, I guess he is leaving the Patriots from what I've heard. A lot of people think he's leaving the Patriots and he's going to try to go somewhere else. I think he could easily just retire. He had a good career until the last two seasons. But there are a lot of ride-or-die camp fans that think he's still top-five quarterback. I don't know how you could be a top-five quarterback with uh, five, eight. He had eight passing touchdowns this season and ten interceptions. So I just don't see him uh, going anywhere to start. He'd be arguably the best backup in the NFL. Some people might say him or Jameis Winston. Definitely not Andy Dalton. I'll get to that game in a minute. Uh, 2,415 yards. That's 26 in the uh, league. Five touchdowns. Eight now. They haven't updated the stats, I guess. Uh, so that's tied 34th. That means there are backups that have more touchdowns than him. And then he's tied 24th in interceptions, and he's 30th for QBR. 47.4 QBR is incredibly low. So, not much more talk about that game. Uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Baltimore actually played like a pretty good football team today. It was against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati has shown in the past couple weeks they're not a terrible team. With Joe Burrow, I think they would have won eight games, I think I could say. Uh, J.K. Dobbins played like he was at Ohio State again. 13 carries, 160 yards, two touchdowns. That was really nice. Lamar played pretty well. It's about a Lamar game. He went 10 for 18, 113 uh, yards, three touchdowns, one interception, zero sacks, of course, 90.2 QBR. And then running, he had 97 yards on 11 carries. So he played like MVP Lamar again with a little less passing yards. But this game, it was never really close. It was 17-3 to at halftime, so everybody kind of got the idea that they were going win the game pretty easily. They're in the playoffs uh, for a couple of days. I actually thought they might not make the playoffs, but I'm glad they did. They deserve it. Next game, moving on, was the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Clap it up for the Cleveland Browns fans. It's been a long time coming. Uh, 2002 is a crazy playoff drought. I feel like that. I feel bad for myself. I'm a Cowboys fan. We haven't made the playoffs in a while, and I feel bad for myself. I can imagine being a Browns fan. A lot of people think with Odell Beckham, the Cleveland Browns are the best team in the AFC North, which would arguably make them the third best team in the AFC. So I don't know if I agree with that. I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers would have beat them. But I do think the Cleveland Browns are a really good team. They go against the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs, which is interesting. Back-to-back weeks they play each other. I'm calling it. I think the Browns are going to win. I really do because Big Ben's back. But I don't know. I'm just feeling, feeling the upset. The Steelers are not a good team. They really aren't. Mason Rudolph, he actually played pretty good today. It was the rematch of the assault. And... After the game, I saw them high-fiving each other, and I was like, respect. That's a big move. But I would have loved to see, like, another brawl just out of nowhere. 
this game, it was pretty mellow for a while. And nobody, like, really played insane. Nick Chubb was on my fantasy team, so that helped. 108 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chase Claypool had a really nice catch. That was cool. But nobody, like, played insanely good. Mason Rudolph did throw for 300 yards. So I'm proud of Mason Rudolph. Is he better than Big Ben? A lot of people question that. I don't think so. I think ben, Big Ben is clearly the better player, but not for long. So, a lot of people do question, are they going to keep Mason Rudolph until Big Ben uh, retires, or are they going to get somebody new? I think they get somebody new and keep Mason Rudolph as a backup, but who knows. Uh, And the next game, the game that made me shed a tear, the Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Giants. First off, Andy Dalton loves to lose games when they matter. That's a true statement. They, When he was with the Bengals, I don't think he ever won a playoff game. Or maybe he won one. I don't really know for sure. But he hates winning clutch games. He lost the game for us, in my opinion. And him and Mike McCarthy and, of course, the refs. First off, the first half, we played absolutely garbage. I think we had... 37 yards in the first half, if if I'm correct. We had 30-something yards in the first half. And that's just, (laughs) that blows my mind. We have a top, this season not, but before this season we had a top five running back. We had one of the best backup running backs. And we have a quarterback that started for a long time and made a couple of Pro Bowls. So you would think, huh, this offense under Kellen Moore, which has had the number one offense every year he's coached, which is only two, we were like, hmm, maybe we'll have a couple of yards. It was the most boring game I've ever watched in my life. It was 9-20 to 20 at halftime. They scored three touchdowns. We scored three field goals. Greg the Leg is amazing. I love him. We need to keep him as long as possible. And then the second half, we got a little pep in our step. Not really, though. We just scored one touchdown. But we were actually driving down the field. And then the guy, Dante Pettis, catches a ball on third and long. But did he catch it? Everyone in the world thought not. Oh, except Mike McCarthy. Would he challenge it? Never. Because Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. He proved it this year. Everybody talked about how Mike McCarthy was good. Aaron Rodgers got hurt that one season. Mike McCarthy sucked. They fired him. He was out and about for a little while. Comes to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott gets hurt. He sucks. We need to fire him. We need to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Andy Dalton never needs to play a snap for us again in a close game. And Zeke Elliott just needs his contract to be taken away because when he didn't get paid tens of millions of dollars, he wasn't playing bad. And then once we gave him that contract, he started sucking. And that is a fact. His, like, he didn't hit he didn't hit 1,000 yards this season. He had fifth in carries and eighth in yards. And he only had five touchdowns this year. And he only averaged 4.1 yards a carry. That's 39th in the NFL. 
That is absurd for how much he's getting paid. I just, mm, ah, it makes me mad. And then we had a little bright hope. We were on the goal. We get sacked. And then it's third and goal on my, the 16, 18. Our O-line, which is another big problem. Our O-line used to be the greatest of the century. And then two people get hurt. One retires. We have a bunch of young guys and Connor Williams. Connor Williams was our veteran, and he sucked today. They ran through him. Williams, Leonard Williams, I think is his name. Yeah, Leonard Williams. Let's just check his uh, stat line out for a little bit. He had seven tackles, five solo, three sacks. Three sacks, and most of them were against Connor Williams. It was a very sad game to watch, but we get to the goal line. He gets sacked, of course, and then it's third and goal. He just tosses the ball up, and there were like the the announcers even were talking about it. There were like five or six times when he threw the ball, and it just looked like a knuckleball. Like he threw it, and it just floated in the air for like five seconds, and then either went out of bounds or went right through the Giants' hands. If the Giants' defensive players could catch the ball, I'm telling you, they would have had six interceptions against Andy Dalton. They only had one, and of course, it was the one that mattered. He got sacked six times for 44 yards lost. That is absolutely insane. But then his QBR was 42.8, which, again, not good. He had zero touchdowns. And we were talking about, you know, Tua, he threw 58 passes. Well, Andy Dalton threw 47 and threw for 100 less yards and no touchdowns and an interception. And then the fumble. Was it a fumble? They say not. I saw it. I saw fumble. They said it was a possession. Now, when they did the replay, they could see in the scrum that it was... Uh, Wayne Gallman did have his arms on the ball. But if you're telling me the Whitecaps saw that from five yards away with 40 people in that scrum, if, the, if you're telling me that he saw Wayne Gallman's little hands around the ball, you're lying. He called that. He knew he was wrong, and he got bailed out. We lost the game. I was so upset. I really wanted to go to the playoffs so we could lose to the Buccaneers by 40. So the next game, Minnesota-Detroit, is one of the best games of the day. That And it was one of the games that didn't matter at all. Both teams eliminated for playoffs. Uh... Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford both solidified their stain on their teams. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw for 300, three touchdowns and an interception. Kirk Cousins threw for 405 three, and three touchdowns. And that was really, you know, those were the big plays. Marvin Jones had eight receptions, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Justin Jefferson had nine receptions and 133 yards. Justin Jefferson is going to be a top three wide receiver in the league really soon. He's going to be top five probably next year. And I'm really excited to see how far he goes. I wish we could have got him instead of C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is amazing. But Justin Jefferson is exactly what we need. We don't need like a slot guy. We need somebody that will go deep and go down the throats and catch a ball. But the Vikings played good today. They started off the year really bad. I'm very. I thought Mike Zimmer was going to get fired in the middle of the season. They started the year off one and five, and they finished the year off seven and nine. So they went six and four 
in the last 10 games. I can't, like, you can't argue that. That's pretty good. Detroit, they went 5-11, and but if you look at their schedule, like, they could have easily done better. They lost by 4 to the Bears, lost by 6 to the Saints, lost by uh, 7 to the Packers, and lost by 2 to the Vikings. So if you look at it, they could have easily had a 8-win season. Like, I mean, again, I really do feel like coaching is a problem. Uh, against the Buccaneers, it was 47-7, to and everybody was like, oh my gosh, the Lions are the worst team ever. They were missing, like, a lot of coaches and a lot of players. That's no excuse. 47-7. to It was the one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. But I do think Detroit does have some upside. They're going to get a pretty decent pick next year. There are a lot of good prospects. I'm interested to see who they're drafting. But, so, the Detroit Lions are projected with the seventh pick. And the mock draft says they're getting Trey Lance, a quarterback out of North Dakota State. I've never heard of him. I doubt they get him. But, I mean, if they did, that'd be cool, I guess. I don't think they need a quarterback. Matthew Stafford has a couple years in him, at least, in my opinion. But, moving on to the next game, Falcons and Tampa Bay. I don't really think anybody really cared about this game a lot, other than Buccaneers fans, because if they... If they lost, they might not have had the fifth seed, which plays the NFC Beast team, which is the football team. So if they would have lost this game, they could have not won the first round of the playoffs. But it it was close in the, for a while. Halftime, 23-10. to 10. That's not like close, but it's not super bad. And then it turned out to be at the end of the third quarter, it was 20-23. to 23. So, I would guarantee Buccaneers fans, you know, their hearts was beeping really fast. And then they just knocked it out of the park in the fourth quarter. But not much of this game. Tom Brady played lots out. Tom Brady's stats this year are very underrated. He threw for 4,234 yards, 40 touchdowns, I think. Because from what I recall, they did. Yeah. So, 40 touchdowns, 4,000. 500 yards, 12 interceptions. Like, that's a good stat. That's a good season. If you throw 40 touchdowns at 41 years old, you're a good quarterback. And then Matt Ryan, he threw 26 touchdowns. Not great. But as uh, pardon my take says, PFT and uh, Big Cat, he is the most sackable quarterback in, in, in the NFL. I agree with that statement. When you watch this game, their O-line is terrible. And I think they should draft, draft seven O-linemen until they find seven, uh, five good ones to play for them. But other than that, there's not much to this game. It wasn't, like, super fun to watch. Nothing huge happened. Antonio Brown did have two touchdowns. That was pretty big. But other than that, and So then we have an amazing game. Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, so much riding on this game. No matter what, they were going to win. Uh, they were going to the playoffs since Miami lost. But this win was really big because now they get the AFC South. And I think since they had the AFC South, 
yeah, now they're playing the Ravens, which is more doable than the Colts have to play the Bills now. So it was huge. It was a really close game. It was neck and neck for basically the whole game. And the fourth quarter was crazy. I thought the Titans were going to lose. And then they threw that 65-yard bomb to A.J. Brown, amazing receiver. And it was just a fun game to watch. Deshaun Watson showed that if he isn't getting absolutely blasted every five seconds, he plays good. 28 for 39, 365 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Take the interception away, that is a really amazing game. Tannehill, he does his Tannehill things. 216 yards, 18 for 27, and a touchdown. That's like the classic Tennessee Titan, Ryan Tannehill stat line. And then Derrick Henry, my boy, he had 250 yards and two touchdowns. He hit the two. Uh, he hit 2,000 club by 23 yards, and that's just so impressive. He is first in carries, first in yards, third in touchdowns. I don't know if that will change because of today. He had two. And then seventh in average. He is amazing. And I argue that he should win MVP. I guess it's up to the people because clearly we don't get a say in it, which I do argue. Derrick Henry, I think, deserves it. 2,000 yards is so insane. When we talk about the other people that are up for MVP, we can discuss on who deserves it more. In my opinion, Derrick Henry deserves it. 2,000 yards is so insane to get. It is a lot of yards every game. And it's rare. The last person to get it was AP in 2012. He won it. I just, I don't know. I also don't like Aaron Rodgers, so I'm a little biased. Aaron Rodgers hates his family. Uh, next we have Jacksonville, Indianapolis, not that big of a deal because nobody thought Jacksonville was going to win. Jacksonville is a terrible team. I feel bad for Minshew mania. It didn't last long, but it was fun while it lasted. A big thing that did happen, Jonathan Taylor, 30 carries, 253 yards and two touchdowns. That is insane. Really fun. And then my boy, Phillip. Went 17 for 27, 164 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. I love Phillip Rivers. I don't know why. I always have. I was a big LaDainian Tomlinson fan when he was on the Chargers when I was real young. And I just used to watch Phillip Rivers a lot. And I don't know. There's something about the 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception stat line every game of the season when he was at the Chargers. That just attracted me. I love Phillip Rivers. I I just like watching him because you can guarantee he throws the interception almost every game, but he'll throw a touchdown or two. <laughs> yeah, he threw 11 interceptions this season and 23 touchdowns. So basically for every tu- two touchdowns he throws, he throws the interception. I like that. I think it's fun. <laughs> you know what you're going to get out of him, so I like it. The Colts, I don't see going past the first round because I think the Bills are amazing. It would have been interesting to see them go in the uh, playoffs as the AFC South champion. 
and go against the Ravens. I think that would have been very interesting. I think that would have been a more fun game to watch than the Titans and Ravens. But other than that, nothing too special about this game. It's 14 to 28. Uh, and then next, nobody cares about this game, but it was really close and it was fun to watch. Vegas and uh, Denver. Drew Locke played really good today. Derek Carr played Derek Carr today. Honestly, I don't really know how to feel about Derek Carr. He has, he threw for 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. So, like, his stat line wasn't terrible, but I don't know if he should start or not. That's, I don't really care enough about the Raiders. Eight and eight, that means uh, John Gruden will stay another year. I don't know if that's in their best interest. I also think he is a better broadcaster. He has a Super Bowl, but other than that, he's not really proved anything as a coach. Then the Denver Broncos, five and 11, not a great season, but Drew Locke is bright. Uh, Jerry Judy is also very bright. And Melvin Gordon is just, he's a good running back. He's a good running back to have. And I think, give him a couple seasons, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be a good team. Next, Chargers and Kansas City. Nobody cared about this game because other than Justin Herbert fans, he played really good. Even though a lot of Chiefs players didn't play, he still showed that he's a good he's a good quarterback. He had a lot of touchdowns for being a rookie. Thirty one touchdowns, four thousand yards. He did have ten interceptions, but as a rookie, like I said earlier, I'm I would be happy with that if I was a uh, Chargers fan. Next up on the list of games is Green Bay Packers versus Chicago. Nothing too special about this game. The Bears lost, but it didn't really matter in the end because they made the playoffs anyways. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Packers, on the other hand, they did clinch first round bye, which a lot of people thought they were going to anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Aaron Rodgers had another insane game trying to prove why he should be. MVP, and when you look at his stats, it's hard to argue that he shouldn't be MVP. He he had an insane st- season. He threw for 4,300 yards almost. He threw for 48 touchdowns. He threw five interceptions for 48 touchdowns, which is even in, more insane. And he had the best QBR. So he had the most touchdowns, the third least interceptions, and the best QBR. So, you could argue that he should be MVP, but whenever the last person to get 2,000 rushing yards not to win the MVP was Chris Johnson, and the reason he lost was because Peyton Manning threw for 5,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I heard through the grapevine. But other than that, Devontae Adams is top three wide receiver right now. He didn't play. Like, insane. Six catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown, but he did play. <laughs> so he's always going to play good. 
Aaron Jones, he played okay in the beginning of the season. I thought Aaron Jones was going to be a top three running back, and he ended up being a top five. But so he didn't really disappoint me too much. He had nine touchdowns, over 1,000 yards, which is good. He was fourth in rushing this year. And, like, they're a good team. I think they come out of the NFC. I don't think they beat the Chiefs or the Bills, whoever makes it. But if any other AFC team goes, they, I think, will cakewalk. I think they are the third best team in the NFL behind the Bills, Mafia, and the Chiefs. So, next game we got Saints and Carolina. Again, not that big of a game. Everybody knew, well, everybody assumed the Saints were going to win. They did pretty handedly. They didn't allow Carolina to score in the first three quarters, and I think that is going to be the reason they win playoff games, if they win any, is because their defense, their offense is always going to score big, but if their defense has a slip up and they suck it up, they will lose because Drew Brees gets tired before most quarterbacks. Drew Brees has, through the grapevine, I've heard from a lot of people that he will be retiring after this season, win or lose. I doubt they win, so it will suck to see him go because I've watched him play my entire life, but I do think it's time. We don't need another Brett Favre situation where he just plays until his body literally can't move. He's almost there. He got sacked and broke 45,000 ribs. Other than that, I don't know who their quarterback will be. Taysom Hill is okay, but he won't be able to play a full season. He's not that good. So I'm ready for famous Jameis to come up and play. And I think that's why they got him last year because they're planning on Drew Brees to be gone because just sitting here watching some of these videos of him throw the ball, it looks like every time he throws the ball that he wants to cut his arm off, he's in so much pain. So I think he should go out on top. He made the playoffs as the number two seed, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the two seed. Go out on top. Two seed is good. I I would want to retire a two seed. (laughs) The next game is Arizona and the Rams. This is the game that caused the Bears to make the playoffs. Kyler Murray didn't play or, yeah, he didn't play the whole game. I think he only played the first half or the first quarter. I didn't watch this game really. I just looked at it every once in a while. Wolf, Wolf, Wolford? Wolford. Yeah. Ty, uh, quarterback for the Rams. Jared Goff didn't play. He didn't, like, everybody was like, he won the game. He he had a total of 287 yards, but he had an interception and no touchdowns. So, I don't know if he won the game. It looks like the defense won the game. They got a pick six, and there's only two touchdowns scored in the game. Yeah, two touchdowns scored in the game total. So, yeah, it was a defensive game, I guess, 7-18. to 18. I'm glad that the Bears got into the playoffs, but I would have loved to see the Cardinals get into the playoffs. Uh Since Larry did retire this year, I really wish they would have made the playoffs because he is one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. And it's sad to see him go. Like, same thing with uh, 
Drew Brees. I've watched him my whole entire life, and it's going to be weird not seeing him in an Arizona Cardinals jersey. But on the bright side, they do have DeAndre Hopkins. Unless he fights with their coach or players, he should be there for a while. Him and Kyler Murray are a good matchup for now until somebody messes it up, a.k.a. DeAndre Hopkins, more than likely. For the next game, we got Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. This was a close game, closer game than it should have been, and I think this proved that the Seahawks are not that good of a team. So, everybody, for the first probably six weeks, they were like, Russell Wilson, MVP. No. No. He barely hit 4,000 yards. He just hit 40 touchdowns, but he threw 13 interceptions. That is tied for 32nd in the league. His QBR is not terrible. I would say he was the 5th best quarterback around there, around top 5. Chris Carson this season, he did not play amazing. He didn't play bad. He had just barely under 700 700 yards this season, but with a team that is pass-heavy, it's not a terrible season. I mean, they could have done better. They did lose three away games, which does pay off in their favor. They only lost one home game, and they start the, uh, the playoffs off at home, and I think they have, yeah, they just have one playoff game since they are the three seed, but it's against the Rams, which is very interesting. Because, if I'm not mistaken, they did lose to the Rams once. They lost 23-16 to about halfway through the season. And then they lost 20-9 to at the very end of the season. So, that would be interesting. I think they come up on top, in my opinion. But then, who knows what happens. The 49ers, they had a lot of injuries this year. Kyle Shanahan is a great coach because they went 6-10 and without a lot of their players a lot of the season. One scary thing is they went 1-7 and at home. So that means out of half the games, out of 10 of the games they lost, they only lost three away, which is kind of concerning. I don't think that happens next season. I think they do make the playoffs again next year. I think they go to the wild card. Hopefully, I like Kyle Shanahan, and I like Jimmy G. And then, the next game. Thankfully, it turned out the way I wanted to. Since the Cowboys lost, I did not want the Giants to go to the playoffs because they didn't deserve to even win the game. So once I saw the Cowboys lost, I was like, go football team. I lost my bet today because I originally bet on the uh, Washington football team, but it was worth it. So, Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. They just announced that. He, his story is amazing. A lot of people forget he was a really good quarterback for Kansas City, and then he went to Washington, and he was pretty good, and then he got hurt, and he came back, and they are going to the playoffs. He played, he played not good. He didn't play super bad, though. Jalen Hurts played bad. This is uh, okay in a bad stat line. 22 for 32, 162 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. That was the 
okay, so close to bad. And then, here's the bad. 7 for 20, 72 yards and an interception. They actually benched him. And they put Nate Sudfeld in. He didn't do much better at all, actually. He arguably did worse. 5 for 12, 32 yards and an interception. This game, it was like there's only three points scored in the whole second half. The first half was kind of fun to watch. The second half was the one of the most boring games. I actually didn't even watch it. I, I, I looked and I saw there's nobody scored and I was like, why even watch it? So, yeah, they made the playoffs. So, that's all for week 17. Now to move on to the playoff picture and my projections. Chiefs get a first-round bye. Packers get a first-round bye. So, the Bills play the Colts. And it's at the Bills. So, I got the Bills winning because they do get fans now in the game. So, that's big. The Bills Mafia is going to go crazy in the uh, parking lot because they said there's only a couple fans allowed in the game, but they didn't say there wasn't a lot of people allowed in the parking lot. I assume it, I hope it snows, and I hope a million tables are broken to make up for the season without it. And then the Steelers and Browns, I already said earlier, I'm calling the Browns upset. Hopefully, just to show that the Steelers aren't that good. I also have a grudge against Mike Tomlin for some reason. I think after he did that trip play a couple of seasons ago, I'm still mad about that because that is the least sportsmanlike thing to do. Titans-Ravens, I think the Titans win. I think Derrick Henry, a.k.a. El Tractacito, has another 150-200 to 200 yard game. And they don't, they won't need Ryan Tannehill until the next week. So round two will be the Titans at the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win, and then the Bills against the Browns at the Buffalo. I think the Bills win, and then I think in the AFC Championship the Bills win the game, beat the Chiefs. I'm telling you, if Buffalo plays like they have the past three weeks, they will win the game. I'm a big Buffalo fan. I hopped on the bandwagon last season. I'm an even bigger Josh Allen fan. He is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL right now. At the Chiefs, it's going to be even closer. But, like, look at these past. So, they're on a, a six-game win streak. Just listen to some of these scores. Like, some of them, they the past three games especially. Broncos. 48-19, Patriots 38-9, and Dolphins 56-26. Broncos and Patriots were both away. You can argue those teams are really bad. Yes, but it is away. And Broncos, no matter how bad they are, at Broncos is a hard place to play because Maha City. And then the Dolphins, they, they were basically the closest thing you could be to a playoff team. So... If they play like this, I think they beat the Chiefs. Because then, if you go take a look at the Chiefs, not including this game, because this game doesn't really count because half their team didn't play. They barely beat the Falcons, barely beat the Saints, barely beat the Dolphins, 
barely beat the Broncos, barely beat the Buccaneers, barely beat the Raiders, barely beat the Panthers, killed the Jets, killed the Broncos, barely beat the Bills, lost to the Raiders, beat the Patriots, beat the Ravens, beat the Chargers, barely, and then beat the Texans. They've been down in 10 of their... Uh, not including this game. So, including this game, they've been down in 11 of their 16 games. And they win all these games. Like, they should have lost to the Panthers. They should have lost to the Raiders again. They should have lost to the Buccaneers. They should have lost to the Broncos. And they keep coming back and winning in the second half and winning and winning and winning until they get down to a team like the Bills and Josh Allen just keeps throwing the darts, throwing the darts, throwing the darts, and they're going to get beat. I'm calling it right now. Bills go to the Super Bowl. Now, moving on to the NFC. So for the NFC, you got the Saints versus the Bears. I pray that the Bears beat the Saints. I want to see the Bears make it in the playoffs as far as they can. I think they I think they can win. I really do. And if things go their way, they beat the Saints, Washington somehow beats the Bucks, and they beat Washington, they could play in the NFC Championship. Do they deserve it? Heck no. Would it be fun to watch? Yes. But in honesty, I do think the Saints will win, and I think it could get ugly depending on how bad Mitch plays. But I'm hoping for a close game, and I hope the Bears win. Next, we got the Seahawks and Rams. I think the Seahawks win just because, like I said, they have only lost one game in Seattle. And the playoffs, I think it'll be, you know, even better. Twelfth man, even during COVID. The twelfth man, it's not the fans as much as it is the stadium. It's just super intimidating. And I think they proved it this year. It's an intimidating place to play. So I'm going to call Seahawks. Next game we got is the Washington football team against the Buccaneers. I think no matter where it's played at, it could be played in Europe. I think the Buccaneers will win unless the football team's defense comes up really big and plays and gets a lot of interceptions against Tom Brady or makes uh, the running backs fumble. Or if something crazy happens, like Antonio Brown gets mad that somebody looked at him weird and, they be- and beats him up and gets arrested before the game. But other than that, I don't see – them I don't see the football team playing against them very closely so then next Buccaneers at Packers at Lambeau Field I see the Packers winning pretty decently even though during the season they did lose to the Buccaneers 38 to 10 but that was pretty early in the season even though they were undefeated I still see them winning but who knows I hope they lose it would be awesome if they lost so I'll be cheering for the Buccaneers, but Packers are going to win. Next, we got the Saints versus the Seahawks. It'll be at New Orleans. If the players on the team knows that Drew Brees is going to retire, win or lose this season, I think they'll play extra hard for him to try to get him to the Super Bowl. And on top of that, if Russell Wilson plays a good defense, he is known to make mistakes, and the Seahawks will wind up losing the game. The Saints' defense is not good by any means, but they do show bright spots. The Carolina Panthers' offense isn't that good, but they still held them to two, seven points, and Teddy Bridgewater threw two interceptions. As long as they can get the Seahawks' offense to slow down and not score every drive, 
I think it could be a shootout or it could be a real low-scoring game. If it is a shootout, I think the Seahawks will end up winning. But if it's a close game, I think I got the Saints. So, but initially, right now, off the gut feeling, I think the Seahawks are going to win. Next, we have the uh, Packers and Seahawks. So, I think the Packers win. If That's, that's just me. I think the Packers are going to win and go to the Super Bowl and play the Bills. And I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. And that's my predictions for this 2020 playoff picture. And I think it's going to be a fun time. I think it's going to be amazing playoffs. There's a lot of room for upsets. And there's a lot of room for a really good Super Bowl. At the same time, if the Bills do lose and the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and the Packers, it'll be a replay of the first Super Bowl. Hopefully, the Chiefs win. And because I just, like I said earlier, I don't like the Packers. I don't think they're the best team. I think whoever wins the AFC Championship wins the Super Bowl. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pull Up In Here podcast. And if you enjoyed it, I would love to hear that. I'm just doing this for fun. Like I don't plan on making any career. But So if you have any suggestions, just hit me up because I assume the only people that are going to listen to it right now are my friends and family. So what's up? If you think I'm stupid, make fun of me. If you think it's fun, tell me. If you want to be on the show, please tell me. I would love to have a guest on here, and we could talk about basically whatever you guys want. I'm Like I said, I'm very flexible. Nothing's set in stone right now. I do plan on only posting once a week, like I said earlier. But, I mean, if you guys just want like a little 20-minute combo, I could do that, and I could post it again. So, I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I literally just thought it would be a fun idea, and... I decided to do it, so peace.